Hey guys, this is Trevor Probant with uh, Land Investing, the Dirt Road to Wealth podcast, uh, episode five. Um, this one's going to be a shorter one, but we're going to talk about why I love realtors and brokers. Um, they get a real bad rap in this lower level land investing niche. I'm not sure why. Um, well, I actually, I know why. Um, a lot of people think that they're too smart. They can use analytics. They can use um, their little numbers and, and guesstimate using all the different Zillows and Realtor.com and blah, 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 blah. And, and they don't ever have to talk to anybody. They don't want to have to talk to anybody. They don't want to have to go through multiple realtors to try to find a good one. They don't want to do any of that stuff. They want to stay behind their virtual computer, right? Or their computer and do everything virtually, which you can do that, um, but you're missing out. Um, and, and we're going to talk a couple things and, and why um, I think that realtors are an, and brokers are an essential part of your land business. And we'll, we'll go back from the very beginning on this. Um, one, they help you do your homework when it comes to individual areas and properties and things like that. If you're completely new to real or real estate in general, but especially, you know, raw recreational land, residential land, then, then you like, you, you look at the continental United States and even Hawaii and Alaska and you're like, holy smokes, there's a lot of dirt out there. Where do I start? Well, like we talked about in, in the, the first episode uh, when we were talking about this is it's, I like to do it in areas that are, are going to be places that I enjoy going and have been. And I, I've traveled a lot, been all over Kingdom Come, um, tons and tons of states. The only thing I haven't ever really done is the Northwest and uh and the northeast i just haven't done it i'd love to get out to uh you know oregon things like that you know I, i'd like washington state things like that i'd love to get there but I have not made it there so i i go to the areas that i enjoy um and and i i kind of start there looking at realtor zillow things like that and trying to see consistency i, I like doing zillow um, again, we like kind of like we talked about two to 40 acres looking for consistent pricing, uh, you know, those little, little red buttons all over the place. Look, say you get in an area and you find a bunch of, uh, $40,000 parcels. You look at them and every single one of them, you're going to see a, a name that has that listed on there. And it's usually going to be a realtor. And don't click the the Zillow link. Click the name or or open up a new a new uh, window there and put in the, the agent's name. Bring them up. Call them. Find their cell phone number and call them. And this is exactly what you say. Hey, Jim or Sherry. Uh, my name is Trevor. I am a raw land investor. And I have been looking at your area and, and I, and I kind of came across some things that are very interesting to me. And this is what I'm kind of looking at and looking at, I saw one of your parcels. This is a old parcel 
111, you know, snowy mountain trail. Uh, I'm just going to ask you a little bit about it and, and about the area. You got time to talk and they will always have time to talk. And so basically you ask them about this particular parcel, you know, especially if you call them on, on a parcel that I, I really like calling them and, and talking to them about a parcel that's been on the market for a long time and just call them and just pick their brain. Hey, why is this thing not sold yet? Oh, well, you know, um, I've had it on the market for a long time. Uh, you know, the sellers are out of California. They want top dollar, not coming down anything, blah, blah, blah. And you, and you disagree with them. You're like, yep, 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 yeah, you know. Yeah, that's tough. It, it's tough to, to try to sell anything when they want too much and aren't willing to negotiate or anything like that. But, you know, what can you do? And they're like, yeah, you know. And so, and then you, then basically they come in and you say, listen, I'm new to the area. I, heck, I don't even live there, but I'm really new to the area. I like what I'm seeing over here in this area around this parcel. Um, is there you know, what, what say this particular parcel, what would it, what price would that parcel need to be at to trade at, which means what, what does, what prices need to, to sell, right? Say it's listed at 40. He's like, I can sell it all day long at 30, but they won't come down a dime. Right. So then all of a sudden, you know, that that's your strike price. That's, that's your, your retail price, right? That's your retail price. And then that's the number for you to go backwards. Then what you ask them, and then we say, listen, Tom, man, this has been great talking to you. I want to, I was going to see if it'd be all right if, if I can get a little more information about the area. And the reason I'm asking is I'm looking at buying a lot of properties in the next year or so. I want to build a relationship with, with somebody that might be interested in selling, you know, 10 properties this year for me on, on the market. Um, but is that something you'd be interested in doing? If they tell you no, then just hang up and say thank you very much. No one's going to tell you no. And then get 10 listings, even if they're $30,000, $40,000 a, a property. No one's going to tell you no. So then, sorry about that. Then you're going to get on there and you're going to be like, listen, I know we talked about this particular property, but if you had 10 listings right now, vacant land, recreational, residential, vacant land, where would you have them? What subdivision and at what price? And they'll tell you. And if they don't have an answer, call the next one. Okay? You're going to do that. And then you're going to do that 20 times. 20. You're going to write it on a little piece of paper there. You're going to buy, just like I have, a sweet pin plus gear composition book right next to me. And you're going to write that you're going to find 20 different listings on there and you're going to ask them all the same thing. And pretty soon, I'd say 17 of them aren't going to care. You know, they're doing one little listing just because of, you know, a house they sold and wherever, or, you know, they bought it for nothing and they're, they're willing to sit on it for a long time. But you're going to get three of them and they're going to want to work with you. And so then... What you're going to do is you're going to come in and you're going to make your offers based on what they're saying. But here's the cool part. Now you just built a friend in the area that can look at it, take pictures of it, check it out. You call them. You're like, hey, Jim, 
you know, this is Trevor. You know, we talked, you know, about three weeks ago, you know, talk about investors. Hey, I've got a couple live ones. I want you to to kind of talk to me about what you think the the market value would, would be worth on them. When do you have time? They don't have time right then. Schedule a call with them whenever it is. Okay. Give them the address. Give them the APN numbers of the parcels whenever you call them. Say, listen, I just want your professional opinion. It's not a, a, a true BPO or anything like that. I want your opinion on 111 Sunnyside and, you know, 2800 Mountain View. Those are the properties. Check them out whenever you can. If you're going to be out there next day or two, I want you to give me a shout back and tell me what you think that you can get them sold for, not what they actually sell, what will actually trade. And that's going to be below market or below retail in, in hopes and dreams of a lot of people. What, what price do I need to have them at? And then you're able to understand where you're going to, how much profit you're going to make on the deal, right? So he says 40000 you know that you came in and you offered eighteen thousand. They count the seller of the parcel, right? Who doesn't have it for sale listed anywhere? Says he'll do it for twenty one five because they beat you up, right? Then it's up to you to decide whether or not it's worth it and what your cost of money is to buy that property and to have that realtor broker whatever list it and sell it for, you know, say it's 40, say $37,000, right? They're going to want, they're going to want 10%, but you're going to, you're going to talk them down from 10% commission. You're going to, you're going to talk them down to say 7%, it's five, six, something like that. Cause they know, and they're going to do it because they know that they can actually get it sold. And if they hem and haw and say, well, I don't know how long this thing's going to sit on the market, blah, blah, blah. You might not want to even buy that property. The cool thing is, is what you did is you used them for two things, right? You, you got them for the overall market values, CMAs for any particular market. And then two, you got professional, not a true BPO, but close, professional opinion of a specific parcel that you're actually looking at, Right. And then once that happens, then you get to use your numbers, work backwards, see what your cost is. Say, you know, say you came in and, and someone was going to charge you, uh, you know, or you wanted to, to 50-50 split with a, with a, you know, your Uncle Jim on this particular deal, right? So 21000 plus another 1000 to close or so, 22000 right? And then he thinks that he can sell it at thirty eight. Well, it's not a, a home run, but if you if you didn't use any of your money, you know, uh, and you use all of their expertise, and then you use someone else's money, really, the only money you're out are those letters or phone calls or text messages that you use to to get a hold of that particular seller, right? You can never go broke making a profit. Stop being so greedy. Nobody likes it. And you're killing potential deals. I understand that money is made 
on the buy side. But if you're if you're doing nothing but a cash deal and you're bringing in money and doing all this other stuff, the quicker you can get those investors their money back, the happier they're going to be, the better deal you're going to be able to negotiate on the next one. Right? And we'll we'll have a whole series of podcasts talking about investors, how to set up and how I set up and, and things like that. But that's just, that is, is the best way that I know how to use realtors because the nice thing about it on the sales side, they give you the information before they give you the information before you purchase. And then they're also going to be the ones that take all the tire kickers. And they're going to be the ones that take all of the folks that are like, Oh, well, Hey, well, uh, you know, uh, which direction does the sun come up from on that side? Like the the kind of questions that people have potential buyers is amazing. It's and not in a good way. So that broker or realtor earns their money. Believe me, they earn their money. So, um, but you know, that's, that's, that's a fantastic way to, to use and, and to stay out of trouble. And that's a big deal. Almost a lot of times, even, you know, so you get a, a an accepted offer back and they go out and they check the property out and they're like, listen, this thing is nothing but swampland. This thing used to be an old, you know, coal mine, what, whatever it is. Right. And you're out there like, oh, well, this looks great. Or, you know, it's on the wrong side of the house or wrong side of the, of the County or what, whatever it is. Right. Before you do any kind of virtual investing and set yourself up, you can, you can hang yourself by your own shoelaces trying to be cheap and ask me how I know <laughs> I've, I've had a couple through three deals go real sideways and got out and either made money or barely lost money, but it, it's not fun. So, um, Realtors are your friends. Build good relationships with good ones. Talk to a bunch of them. Um, let the people who make a living in the backyard there that you're investing in all day, every day, they get phone calls from Zillow. They get phone calls from their websites and everything else. Let them help guide you. Again, you never go break, broke taking a profit. So... um we love realtors. We love brokers. Um, call them, talk to them all the time. Uh, and and so I highly, highly suggest you do the same. Anyway, uh, looking at 15 minutes. So like I said, use them, talk to a bunch of them, clarify, identify, narrow down places to send offers or make calls or text messages or whatever you want to do. Use them to safeguard your purchase, make sure you don't step into any traps, fall in any traps, and then use them to deal with the tire kickers, right? That's the way, that's how you can scale. So anyway, uh, have a great uh, rest of the day and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you.